Hello, my name is Rena Stangolini, and I'm a runner at White Plains High School. This podcast is an insider's look at my team. For each episode, we'll run through practices and meets. You'll be introduced to the coaches and other athletes. This is The Runaround with Rena. Hi, guys. So today we're here with Abby, and this is part two of the first meet of the 2020 cross-country season. So, hi, Abby. Hi, Rena. I'm Abigail Roman, and I'm a freshman at White Plains High School. I run both track and cross-country. Awesome. Thank you so much. No problem. We were just with Zoe talking a little bit about the first meet, but now we're with Abby, who, for this meet, she was a spectator. So, I guess we'll kind of just jump right in. Let's just talk about the general, like, setup stuff. Let's set up the scene for everyone. Yes. So the weather. Let's talk about the weather, first of all. The weather was kind of confusing. Yeah. I won't, like, I wasn't expecting the ground to be as wet as it was, but it wasn't so wet to the point it was muddy. So I guess it's just, like, the morning dew. It's just water collected on the ground. But after a few minutes, my feet were, of just walking in the grass, my feet were almost completely soaked, which is not great, but it wasn't that bad because at least the runners had traction. Yeah. And then as for like the temperature, I thought it was cool. It was nice. Um, It was cloudy. I mean, yeah, for the view, cloudy isn't great, but it's better than being, I guess, beaten down by the sun. Yeah. So I'd say that the conditions are really good. Humidity. It was okay. Honestly, for race conditions, for it almost being November, I thought it was really great. I was expecting it to be really cold, but it was perfect. Yeah, Yeah, it was. It was like low 60s. So like you were a little chilly waiting around, but like as soon as you started running, you weren't too cold, but you weren't too hot either. The humidity Mm. was a little worse. I mean, it could be terrible. We could have been like really humid. You could definitely tell it wasn't normal humidity. It was a little bit. But it wasn't too bad. Uh, my mask got wet quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about running with masks. Um, I guess you really have to take that into effect with weather. Because really, yeah. when when we weren't running with masks last year, humidity isn't that much of an issue. Yeah. But now that, like, even on some of the driest days, your mask will get wet really quickly. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it's it's an adjustment. But I think... Everyone did really well with that. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, we were all good about that. Austin was good with that. And it's kind of been something, thankfully, we've had, like, enough time to kind of adjust to running in a mask. Like, if our meet was the first week of practice, I would not be ready to run in a mask. Oh, yeah. And, like, with me, like, being out, like, yes, I've walked and in school and, at, and sometimes around, um, I guess, the market with a mask on, like, I just feel like it's going to be another adjustment again because it's something you have to regularly practice running with a mask. I didn't do that very much over the summer because I always socially distanced myself. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I didn't run with a mask at all until they put out that reminder that were, they're like, okay, you're going to have mm-hmm. to run in a mask. I'm like, ooh. So I like started right. running in one just to practice, and you just never right. get used to it. It's just so right. weird. <laughs> it's really weird, and I find that, like, I guess not advantages, but I feel like depending on the kind of mask you have, 
you might be at a disadvantage or, a yeah. or an advantage. And especially for those who have breathing problems already, yeah, it's oh, like that's a tough adjustment. But from what I've seen, everyone's been adjusting pretty well. And we do our best to accommodate all the runners and their needs. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I usually wear cloth masks, like cotton. Mm-hmm. I usually like the old Navy ones. They're like three-ply, 100% cotton. Um, but mm-hmm. I actually switched to um, one of the disposable masks for the race because mm-hmm. I just felt like it was just so much easier to breathe in. And it was a lighter. Mm-hmm. Right. So I switched to that. And I mean, I didn't really feel a difference. Like I still felt like still out of breath, you know, still sucking in the mask and mm-hmm. like basically inhaling the mask. But <laughs> um, it it was probably better than running in one of the Old Navy cloth masks. Right. Yeah. Cloth masks are tough. I mean, they do have a better look to them. But yeah. in terms of just being like efficient and just being able to breathe (laughs) it's like it's not great because I guess if you talk about like you have to keep on using it and then after a run you have to wash it and then you have to like it's like so I guess disposable like the surgical masks are the best I've I think I've run with them like a few times but I've heard that they're a lot better than using just cloth masks I guess We'll move on to some of the general things, like general policies that the school had. Our school gave us lanyards with the White Plains Cross Country 2020 Spectator Pass that mm-hmm. um, whoever comes to watch you have to put on. And then they take contact info, and but the team that was coming to visit could not have anybody coming yeah. to spectate, which was, it's kind of disappointing for them. Right. Fatima, um, the other girl who was cheering with me we made it or like she made it a priority to like cheer for the other team because it's kind of it's hard you don't really realize how much it helps having people cheer you on and without having spectators for your own team especially when you're the only team there it's kind of I can see how that would be very difficult and it really helps when you have support so I'm glad we we can practice better sportsmanship and kind of give the other team, hey, like, great job for your race, like, keep on going, like, those things, because it really helps motivate the runner. And then in terms of policies, okay, so, like, the parents had to stay in a triangle, a certain triangle, and they had to keep their passes on, and they didn't really have much space to move. Thankfully, our course is open, so you could see pretty much everything but yeah I guess it's kind of a disadvantage like especially at the wall like no almost no one was there at the wall so I wonder how the runners would have felt um without people screaming at them to get up the wall I mean the wall itself like even with spectators around there is tough (laughs) (laughs) it's a tough hill (laughs) it is it is but if thankfully if you're an athlete and you're not running because you're still an athlete on the team. You have more freedom to move around to different parts of the course to cheer them on. And then, yeah, honestly, it was just, I thought it was a very organized meet. Everyone was following the policies. I think everyone was being responsible. I guess plus for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I felt like they made sure everything was in place to make sure that everyone was safe. And the meet went smoothly. Uh, We started Mm -hmm. like, five minutes early which is a little like okay we'll get this done with 
we had our socially distant cross-country cheer beforehand. Um, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. And we had, we said Taylor Johnson's name because we always do our cheer. And then we put our hands in the middle and say a senior who had graduated the year before. We say their name. So we said Taylor mm-hmm. Johnson's for this meet. Yeah. I honestly thought the socially distant cheer like brought back some of the energy. And it kind of, I guess it loosens up the runners a little bit because like, even though I wasn't running, it's no stranger, the feeling before a race, like the tension in the air, like everything is just like, it's nerve wracking, but I guess the socially distant cheer really just gets everyone hyped up for the race. I kind of, I guess in a way distracts you from what's ahead of you. It really just brought the energy back. Yeah, and the boys did their cheer too. They were loud. Oh my, their gosh. Cheer was loud. <laughs> oh my god, I love their cheer. I I still don't know. I think last I what year, <laughs> Yuri did it. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that. I don't know where yeah, it's did. from. That was the first year. That's the first year. That I think it's a new tradition now. Yeah. yeah. Besides the water ball game. Oh, we never. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. I still don't know the aim of that game, but me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, everyone brought the energy in their cheers. Yes, they did. Walk us through the race, because I mean, I was running it, so like mm-hmm. I knew how it felt running it. But you know, mm-hmm. from kind of like a sports commentator. Ooh, yeah. The start and like the places where you saw us, because right. I saw a lot of us, because she stood um on the Strider Field, which is mm-hmm. kind of like you can see the start, you can see pretty much probably the first 800 meters and then you can kind of see the next you probably see another 200 meters as we pass by the swimming pool and then you kind of see us again as we pass by the start and then we come by you for a long time to go on those fields um so you saw us for probably about like 90 percent of the race yeah the only parts I didn't really see were I guess the very finish because there's a hill there so you can't really see that part other than that, I didn't really see the field hockey field, but other than that, I saw everything. So I thought the starts for all of the races, freshmen, boys, girls, were very strong. Usually when there's more people, the start is a little harder to decipher because there's some people that really like as a part of their, just like how they race, they just really get out there. But Yesterday, I thought everyone went out really hard. Rena, you and Priya both yeah. set the pace of that race. That was great. <laughs> I thought that was great. You guys worked off each other. And then in terms of grouping during the race, I honestly thought because there's only one team there, it got strung out really quickly, Yeah. Um, very quickly especially for the boys race, Sean and Brian, like you and Priya, um, (laughs) set the face of the race. Like they really set the face of the race. And then at some point they both kind of separated themselves from the group. But I thought everyone ran a really strong race. I don't know how it felt to run it that day, but what I like just from looking and seeing one another, I just saw like everyone had the grit. They had determination just to finish. And I have to say the ending, the end of the race, everyone kind of picked up the pace in some way. They really just brought it home. You could just see it, the determination to finish. And they just, I guess the last hundred, they just really ran it out. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely feel like we went out hard. Like, I was talking to Zoe about it. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I always go out hard in the beginning of races because I just I just like to go out hard. Um, but I really <laughs> felt like this race, I really felt sprinting. And I was like, we're going through probably, like, the first up to the first hill. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I could keep this pace. But thankfully, we kind of, like, slowed it down. We definitely, like, separated quite early. We were probably in a pack until we went over that first mini hill going onto the strider field, and that's when we started to separate. And I really didn't see what was happening behind me, but looking at our times, we were kind of separated. The girls weren't really close to each other. There's probably two people that were close to each other, our um, Mia and Simone coming in. Mm -hmm. But then that was it. Like, the rest of the people were kind of all spread out. And then the boys, too, they were mostly spread out. You had a couple grouping of Patrick, Yuki, and Joseph from Austining were coming in close. But the rest of them really separated out. And I think that's also part of the challenge of having a dual meet on our course is because we don't have so many people. You're basically running by yourself for the whole Mm -hmm. race. It's difficult. Right essentially running in no man's land at least like when you have more people it's kind of easy to see who's close to your time so you can reach for it yeah but for this race like even even then like despite that I think everyone did their best to just push and although this season it's probably going to be harder to PR I have I do have to say the freshman race I know it's a faster race but I forget that I've never run it. So when I was like shocked, like the beginning, the start of the freshman race, every, ooh, like, like full on sprint. I was, uh, every race was exciting in, in its own way. So <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. And the freshman race, they did a combined boys and girls, which I haven't seen a mm-hmm. combined freshman girls and boys race since when I was running cross country middle school. I mean, we didn't have a lot of freshmen, but um, I thought that was fun for them because we were running with the boys, the boys were running with the girls. So it's a little bit more inclusive. It's not like separate boys and girls races. So I thought that was kind right. of, it's kind of nice that they did that. Yeah, I thought it was fun. <laughs> yeah, and they, I definitely agree, like to switch from a 3.1 mindset speed to kind of like a 1.5 was like, whoa, like I was, I was like, they're going out fast. And then I was like, oh, wait, wait, 1.5. So it's okay. Yeah, it's 1.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you forget. Like, 3.1 is a whole different race. It's double, essentially double the 1.5. Both races, the racing tactics, like, they completely change. Yeah. Completely change. Like, you can't make up as much distance in mm-hmm. the 1.5 because it's just such a short distance. It's like, if you kind of right. fall behind, you fall behind. Right. I have to say, I have to give credit to Sophie when she's leading these races. Because me and Priya were, um, Priya led for probably about like half of it. And then we went up the wall the first time. And then we kind of, we kind of started to separate. But like running by yourself out up in the front, like setting the pace. Like when Priya was out there, like we were setting the pace kind of together because we could trade off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then like when I kind of started running alone, it's hard. I got to give credit to Sophie and anybody else who runs out there mm-hmm. in the front they're leading the race because it's just it's tiring because there's nobody to push you there's no right. one to push you yeah but I do have to give credit to you and Priya for just taking taking the race because usually okay yesterday's meet we would usually have more people but due to recent circumstances they couldn't be at the meet 
and we really miss them. Yeah, we did. But I still think the girls today, yesterday, not today, yesterday, <laughs> still did a great job regardless. And yes, um, just adding on to that, I do have to give credit to Sophie. I have no idea how she, I don't know how she runs those races yeah. by herself in the front, literally just doing her own thing. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. We'll be mm-hmm. glad to have the girls back for our league meet next Saturday. Speaking of meet, Tuesday. Yes, yeah, surprise me, is, guys. <laughs> it's another meet, right? Is yep. it a meet or a scrimmage? It's an actual meet. Like, we're going away. Wow. Wait. That's actually so confusing. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. It's, yeah, it took, me, it took me by surprise, too. It took me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, Coach had mentioned it when we were packing up, so, like, not a lot of people heard. And then he finally, like, officially sent out something, I think, either yesterday night or, like, this morning about the meet today, Tuesday. It was a surprise meet, but I think we're glad to be going off campus and running somewhere other than Gressler. Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's still against Austin. <laughs> same people. We'll right. see the same people. But different yes. venue, hopefully a chance for a faster 5K time because our course is slow. Our course is a slow course. Mm-hmm. So maybe a faster 5K time, but it'll be nice to get off campus. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever raced at our Austin before. But yeah. it'd be interesting to see how the athletes do and how the course conditions are. So, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping the weather holds out. It's getting colder mm-hmm. now. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Today is actually quite cold, <laughs> quite cold. I had to turn on the heat and it's around maybe sub 50 degrees outside. So yeah. starting to get cold. <laughs> it is. I guess just to close out of love to congratulate the team for an amazing race on Saturday. Um, everyone really brought the energy, even considering today's circumstances. But it was essentially like a normal meet, just with fewer people. Yeah. So I'm just glad everyone did their best and everyone hopefully had a great time (laughs) we did have a good time (laughs) okay that's good that's good to know (laughs) yeah and thank you so much so abby was there she was standing there she was cheering us on and that was just so helpful abby so helpful and we're gonna be excited to have you running yes yes hopefully hopefully soon but yeah (laughs) thank you so much for having me on the podcast today rena thank you for being on the podcast Thanks for listening. The Runaround with Rena is created by me. Follow my podcast on Twitter at Rena's Runaround. Stay tuned for the next episode.